This is Joyce Suddeth, and you're listening to DJ Rome on Psychotic Bump School, the place where education and entertainment meet at the intersection of funk and soul. That's right, baby, crack that whip. Girls, here they had a man like that. Crack that whip. Well, that's what this story is about. It's about wanting to play that leading role in someone's life, and their only intentions are to use what you got to get what they want. It's deep, but it's real. Keep your eye on the money. Gee, we'll just have a girl from a small town and get us both. She was a rapper, she was so beautiful. Daddy was a girl, she traveled the world in such a relationship, ha. Drugs. She wants to be in love. Yes, we are back. KCWG, the truth.com's program's called Psychotic Bump School. I'm DJ Rome. And I am very, very excited to have this next guest on. She is an actress with multiple degrees of talent. She's a producer, she's a writer, she's done it all uh, from coast to coast, I believe. And it's been a long time coming, but she's finally here. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome for the very first time to Psychotic Bump School, actress, producer, Miss Joy Seduth. Joy, are you there? <laughs> I'm here, hi. Hey, how you doing? You make I me make... sound better than I feel in real life. <laughs> oh my God, I gotta reach to make sure I'm at least saying your name. Did I say your name right, Seduth? It's Seduth. Sudeth. Okay, we got to get that yes. straight. And the reason why I sound so familiar with her, ladies and gentlemen, we've actually been trying to get this on the mic for quite some time. And we've been texting, we've been yeah. talking. So I feel like I know her, but I'm getting to know her right along with all of you. So I've been doing sort of a welfare check with everyone, Joy, because you're on the East Coast, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing out there in the face of this pandemic? You good? Yeah, we're in the, you know, I'm in New York City, so we're in the sort of epicenter. And, um, yep. we're, you know, I'm doing well, staying safe, staying inside. That is, you know, most important, um, you know, doing my part. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a, a strange and eerie way to live. It's, you know, it's very different, but yeah. um, doing well. You know, I'm safe. I have shelter. I have food. I have the things I need. So I'm very, very grateful. Absolutely. Well, Joy, ladies and gentlemen, is a renowned actress. I first noticed her on one of my favorite television shows that I'm going to tell you about in just a second because she has quite an extensive resume, but you've been doing this for a minute. How'd you get your start in the arts and acting? Um, so I feel like I've been doing this for 150 years. Hmm. And um, I think like most artists, I feel like I, um, I'd like to be doing more and I'm working on building and doing more. But I, um, I started acting in uh in high school and i um i i sort of did um i was more the academic student in high school i was a cheerleader but i was you know ac you know academia was my focus and um 
I remember trying out for my uh, high school senior play and I hadn't really done much acting and I got a nice role in it and I fell in love with it. And I just sort of never stopped. I sort of always tried to be doing it. You know, even when I was in, in, in undergraduate and in graduate school, I still was always involved in, um, in acting. I just, it's my passion. I, I love it more than anything. Absolutely. And it's so important to maintain that passion. I want to talk to you about that before we let you go too. Was that in New York or out here? Because when no. I look up your credentials, you have more than East Coast credentials, right? Yes. So I'm originally from Michigan. So that's where I started in Michigan. And okay. then um, and then I was in Los Angeles um, for a handful of years and worked out there. And then I moved to New York um, about five or six years ago. And I've been in New York working since. And I, I just love New York. New York is just, New York's a really great fit for me. In what way? Because from coast to coast, I wanted to ask you, how are the different coasts different for an actress who's trying to do what you're trying to do? How would you describe the differences between finding work in New York versus somewhere else? Well, I have, so I have a pretty strong opinion about this. Um, I feel like, uh, so Los Angeles is a place where there are lower barriers to entry just because the cost of living is so much lower in Los Angeles. And so you've got you've got so many more actors you've also got so many more projects happening in los angeles it's just it's much more like um sort of a, a monolith of, of entertainment in los angeles it's sort of like the only real thing that drives the southern california los angeles economy be it from you know uh, uh, like universal studios to film and television productions to you know, all the sorts of things that happen in entertainment in Southern California. Whereas in New York, you've got a lot more diversity. You've got a lot of um, finance, architecture, art. You've got, um, you know, you've got a more, I feel you've got a more diverse economy here. And it's also uh, significantly more expensive to survive in New York. And I, I know people say, you know, New York is so much harder and and that sort of thing. I find the I find the actual industry in New York to be um, much more. Um, at least for me, it's been it, it's it's got a higher level of integrity for an artist for a female artist. Um, given what I do, it's got um, there's more access in New York. I just find it's it's harder to live financially in New York, yeah. but the industry in New York is far more accessible, in my opinion. And I, you know, that, so it just meshes with me. New York meshes with my artist much better than Los Angeles did with my artist. Wow. Well, in terms of music, uh, we're not talking music in per, per se, but New York is known for having a more grimy, kind of a rugged yeah. <laughs> yes. approach to music. And I'm, I'm guessing for the, the actors and actresses terrain is probably very similar. Uh, did you have to toughen yeah. up and make that adjustment? I mean, you're from the East Coast. You said Michigan, so yeah. Well, I will tell you. Yeah, how much here, of an adjustment was it when you went from LA to New York for you? I think the biggest adjustment for me was going from, you know, the Midwest East Coast to Los Angeles, then to New York. New York. Um, I, I sort of feel like New York because the cost of living is so high, and because there's a sense of you know, we all live right on top of each other in New York. We're very compact here. Mm -hmm. 
I feel like there's a greater sense of community. We're all in this together in New York than I find there is in Los Angeles. Mm. Um, you know, like I feel like even, you know, really top level directors and casting directors here in New York sort of look at this as, hey, you know, we're all just trying to make our art and do our, you know, do our best together in the city. Whereas in Los Angeles, there's a bit more of a disparity. Mm. And, um, and so I didn't really find that I had to adjust much um, in New York. New York sort of fits me. In Los Angeles, I, you know, I, I, it, didn't, it didn't mesh as well with me. But I, I, listen, I love Los Angeles. I think the weather's amazing. I think there are wonderful quality people to be found in Southern California. I just find it is, it is pretty singularly focused on the entertainment industry in Los Angeles, and that just creates a very different environment. Mm. How supportive is that community? Because you said you guys are kind of really compacted together. And so I'm going to take that both literally and figuratively when I think about the arts. In what way is that community really supportive of an actress who might be first starting out and somebody who's right in the middle of their career like you? Uh, how much support do you feel from the community of actors and actresses out there? Do you look um, out for each other? Yeah, we do. I find that there is, um, I find that there is a great deal of support and camaraderie and, um, you know, let's make work together. Let's, um, I, I am an actor of color. And so almost every time I run across, which is often, you know, other actors of color at auditions or in shows and things, we always sort of, you know, form a bond. We will send each other, we will refer each other to projects and directors. Um, there is a real sense of camaraderie and let's try to, you know, lift and buoy each other up, sort of a rising tide lifts all boats versus the crabs in the barrel sort of thing, right. which, which really, really gels, you know, with me. It's, I, I have found the community to be, to be really wonderful in New York. Well, in what ways has being a woman, because you mentioned um, a woman in this industry and a woman of color, that's a double advantage, depending on how you look at it, or a double disadvantage. Um, in what ways have those two variables impacted your career? Um, so, you know, so, so that's a pretty loaded question, and, it's, and it, it sort of shifts with the times. Um, I will say that... Um, I sort of can't believe that I'm going to say this publicly, but I will. Okay. Um, I think one of the most wonderful things to come out of our current political environment in this country mm -hmm. is that there is such a focus on diversity mm -hmm. right now. Um, I, I remember when I you know, started acting, it, it was never a question of, um, you know, all, you know, we encourage all, all ethnicities. We want more diversity. We want more representation. We want more LGBTQ. We want um, immigrants. We want differently abled. Um, there wasn't a lot of that when I started. And I find that in the past, you know, four years, especially, there's more and more of a um, drive and a focus toward diversity and having what we see on film and television and podcasts and streaming services, um, having all of that reflect what we see in our everyday lives. And in that sense, I think, um, I think this industry has come a long way. And that is um, something that I, you know, I, I enjoy seeing it. I enjoy being a part of it. 
right. and it's it's very refreshing. Um, you know, so it's an evolution, and I think it's been I think it's been a very um, productive and useful and helpful evolution. You know, it's it's nice when all different communities. Asian, Latino, Black, white as well, you know, when all, like, when all communities can turn on media and see people who look like them. Right. And, and, that, and that's something that's, um, th- that I find is, is growing in my industry, and, and I'm a fan of it. I love it. That's great. Well, you have an amazing collection of work under your belt now. And I'm just wondering, what have you, how would you describe your process? You found your own way based on the, the talent and the ability that you bring to the table. How have you been able to distinguish yourself as an actress among such a crowded field of talented actresses and actors? <laughs> the field is so crowded. It's so <laughs> crowded. Okay. Um, you know, I... Um, I think it was Will Smith who said, who said something like this, I will not be outworked. Mm-hmm. I, um, I work really, really hard all the time. And not just on, you know, I like to constantly, you know, two or three times a year be in a show so that I'm working on my craft on stage. So I also have an opportunity to reach out to industry professionals and let them know that I'm working, um, to being in class. Um, I also believe in managing not just, you know, that artistic aspect of what I do, but this is a business and, you know, we, in order to succeed, you, you do have to think of the business aspect of this, uh, profession as well. So I, so I just work really hard all the time in, in sort of all of those areas. I don't, um, you know, it would be nice to have been born into some sort of legacy in, in my field of choice, mm. um, but not having been born into it, you just, I, I just work a lot and hard and I focus on just doing the best that I can do, you know, the best work I can do sort of in all aspects of my entire career, the business and the art, sort of all of it. Absolutely. So it, I, I can't believe I'm asking you this, but I'm going to ask you. <laughs> okay. Given that work ethic and knowing that people of color have to often show up twice as good, especially if you're a woman, you got to show up twice as good, twice as prepared. How yeah. often in your career, without naming names, have you shown <laughs> something, a, a set or, uh, or an opportunity or a reading where someone who was not as prepared as you may not have been or shared your same gender or race per, per se, uh, and they weren't as prepared as you? professionally or otherwise, and they may have got an advancement and you didn't. Uh, given your spirit, I, I'm going to guess that you probably just kept it rolling, but at what point, if ever, have you experienced something like that? Uh, so <clears throat> here's the thing. As, um, as a woman of color in America, um, as a black woman in America, mm. um, I face racism all the time. Okay. Just like I think most black people in America do. I think a lot of people would look at the fact that I am more fair in complexion and I have curly hair, um, that I would have a, uh, a different experience. And that is not to minimize the fact that I do think that every black person's experience as they go through life professionally and you know, in, in any way, um, we've all got different and unique experiences. But there are, um, there are several instances in my life, you know, I can even think from, you know, when I was, when I was really, really young, when I would, 
um, have opportunities or be involved in situations where people would just, you know, say, even if it's when I was younger and they would say things to my parents like, you know, well, you just can't have that sort of face representing us right now. Um, so it, you know, it definitely happens. And, um, you know, I was, my father raised me with, uh, he, he raised me with um, a sort of, th this sort of ethic that I have to be twice as good to go half as far, That's given right. who I am. Yep. And so I am just always prepared to, if I can be, be twice as good. It's not, um, it's not something, you know, we can look at systemic racism and systemic bias and, you know, all of that. And it's very easy to be bitter and frustrated and blaming. And, you know, instead I choose to look at it as I've just got to put my head down and keep working. And that's, and that's what I do. It's, it's interesting because I know an actor here in New York, she's a lovely woman and she, um, she and I spoke once and she commented on, she actually looks at being a black woman as being advantageous. And, um, and it was interesting to get her perspective on that because that's not a real traditional, you know, you know, that's not the way most people look at it as this is advantageous, you know, yeah. it's, you know, it's a question of perspective, but there is no doubt that the experience of a woman of color in my industry is different from the experience of a white male in my industry, no matter how you choose to look at it. Hmm. I'm wondering what her perspectives were. Um, maybe I can. <laughs> so, I mean, we have certain advantages creatively because we're creative people. We're the uh, the originators of so much, and we often don't get the credit that we uh, mm -hmm. deserve. But, however, people in the know they they know what's up, and so I'm just happy that she did acknowledge that. So, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. we're talking to Joy Sutter. I hope I said it right that time. You did that time. <laughs> awesome actress uh out of new york and from uh, multiple parts of the country really and uh she's here uh breaking it all down for us psychotic bump school i'm dj rome kcwg the truth.com uh you've done some amazing work the first time i noticed you was on uh my tv show that i love not my tv show because i'm not on it uh the tv show is <laughs> called power on stars tv but you're also known for being on criminal minds as well as on uh gotham um you played a judge on the TV show Power, which just wrapped up one of the most epic seasons that network has ever seen. Yeah. Uh, what can you tell us about uh, how you got that role and how closely did you watch it even after your episode had come and gone? Can you tell us about that a little bit? Yeah, um, so I, um, so, you know, the way, the way I get most of my roles is, you know, I audition, you go to producer sessions, you, um, you, you know, you go to callbacks, things like that, and then you, um, and then you, you know, book the role. And um, working on Power was, um, was a really uniquely wonderful experience for me. Um, Courtney Kemp and 50 Cent and like the entire crew, the director, uh, Hernando Daño, they're all just, they're, they're wonderful people to work with. It was, um, I think my episode was one of the first times in the entire um, run of the show where they had a full cast read before, um, before we filmed the episode. And so we were all in a room, you know, a hundred or so of us reading through the episode and, and the script and, 
you know, all of the creatives were in the room and the actors were in the room. And it was just this feeling of like supportive electricity of just, you know, just sort of being in, in, in a room with other creatives doing what you love to do. Right. And it was, um, it was it was really just it was an amazingly wonderful experience. I can only imagine what the experience of you know was like for people who worked on the show for all you know six seasons. It, mm -hmm. um, but they're wonderful, and and it's wonderful to see a woman of color leading such a dynamic production and cast and the success that the show has had. So it was um, it was a real treat for me. It was a wonderful experience for me, and everyone was so great to work with the fellow actors. Mm -hmm. um everyone was just fabulous it was great it was exhilarating to watch uh the episode you were on because i think you were on the one with uh the actor jerry ferrara i was and he is so lovely he yeah. is lovely to work with he's yeah. wonderful and he was on one of those uh post episodes of the power tv show talking about his role and then i think in that particular episode you either denied him custody or awarded him custody i can't recall but yes it was a, a rare glimpse into that side of his character that we had rarely seen. And you were playing a very pivotal role in uh, sort of the character arc of his story anyway. So you've done that. You've been in front of and behind the camera as a producer. So yeah. in what ways, well, how about Gotham and Crim Criminal Minds? Uh, how would you describe those experiences uh, compared to power? Uh, any similarities or overlap in the yeah. exhilaration you experienced? Yeah, you know, every time I am um, fortunate enough to work on, you know, big films or um, network or cable uh, television, there's always a sort of, um, there's always a sort of rush, you know, associated with working with some of the most established people, you know, many of them at the pinnacle of, of, of what you want to do. It's kind of like being in a master class you know, watching people behind the camera and in front of the camera. And, you know, the experiences were very, very similar on Criminal Minds and um, Gotham and um, all of the work that I've done. Everyone's just, um, everyone's been really supportive and it's fun. Um, they are sometimes very long and grueling days, but I have, um, I've always had wonderful experiences. And I'm fortunate in the sense that I, I feel as though if I work with a director, Mm -hmm. they will usually um, work with me again. And, and that's something that, you know, that's something that I really value and, and love and appreciate about what I do. But I have, um, I, have, I, I have only good things to say about my experiences on set shooting. They're always very collaborative. Everyone's very supportive. Um, you know, it's wonderful. It's what I love. Absolutely. Oh, man. Well, you have a good spirit. I, that doesn't surprise me one bit. And uh, I know you're going to get those callbacks and we'll continue to amaze us on the screen. Whether Cross it's fingers. On the stage, <laughs> whether it's on stage or on screen, uh, I'm sure there's just so much more in store for you. So thank you so much for being here. Uh, what's next for you? You, you have all these uh, skills on your, uh, your bio here. Uh, any work behind the camera that we can expect from you? And um, in what ways are you staying busy during this uh, sheltering in of this pandemic? Uh, so I am... Um, I am just auditioning right now for all productions that are sort of on hold. Okay. Um, some some network uh, some network TV uh, some network TV movies, um, and just you know waiting to hear back on those things. I just finished a show that closed in the beginning in, in the beginning of February that was um, 
really compelling and powerful experience for me um, at Sigourney Weaver's theater uh, downtown called the Fleet Theater. The show was with a production company. I have to give them a shout out, Tassos. They are the other side of silence. They're completely amazing. I've worked with them before, but telling the story of Alberta Hunter, who was a lesbian singer, uh, a lesbian jazz singer in the 1920s, 30s, 40s. She has, a, has an exceptional story, but um, fit, finished that um, and, you know, auditioning, waiting for the industry to open back up. There've been, um, you know, there've been some work sessions over Zoom, you know, mm. casting is still able to still happen a little bit right now. There's not as, you know, there's not as much of the, going out, pounding the pavement, weekly auditions that we, you know, that I'm accustomed to. Right. Um, but I'm managing to stay busy and a lot of casting directors and a lot of directors are doing a lot of things on Zoom and online. So, um, you know, I think it was about a week or two weeks ago that things started to get busy. And I had one week where I had like four or five auditions and four or five meetings. And at the end of the week, I just thought, oh my gosh, it's ironic. This week I was more busy in quarantine. Mm. than I had been, um, you know, before the pandemic. So I'm, you know, I'm grateful to, to be able to, you know, to keep working and pursuing what I love to do. And that's the beautiful part about this. Um, before we let you go, uh, I want to give you a chance to speak from your heart a little bit, if you'd like to. Uh, your optimism about your career, this pandemic, this sheltering in, our politics, <sighs> and what it's done, how it's impacted our community in particular. Uh, your thoughts on are um you know we're we're going through something right now and it's impacting yeah. every single industry and you know some of us have been personally impacted with losses yep. so uh can you talk to us a little bit before we let you go about how you're keeping your spirit together how you're keeping your soul together during this very challenging time yeah i think it's um listen i you know i i have this thing that i do in my life in general and it's you know maybe good maybe not um but I, I just really try to excise, remove all of the toxicity in any way that is um, in any way in my life. And I think in times, um, you know, like this with our political climate and the economic environment and the health environment and, you know, the massive toll of death, you know, on the globe right now, I think it's just so important that we focus on what we do have and we, and we support and reach out to those we love and, you know, make sure that our loved ones are staying inside and safe and well-fed and protected. I think it's, um, I think it's, you know, I, I'm always saying that it, that life, how you go through life is, is a choice and it is so important as much as we can, no matter what's going on in the world is that we choose happiness and joy and fulfillment every day. And it's literally a choice. You have to sometimes make that choice every day. I am going to choose to be happy today in spite of all that is going on. And that's, um, and that's, you know, that's one of the things I try to do. I'm not always successful. You know, I have my good days and my bad days, but most days I really just try to focus on what is good because there is always good somewhere. Come on. Wow. So that's what, I, you know, that's what I try to do. I fail on occasion. <laughs> oh, you're just like the rest of us mere mortals. Thank God. But, uh, <laughs> we're really proud of you here. Uh, what's the best way for people to uh, keep in touch with you and follow your work? Oh my goodness. I'm so bad at this. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm terrible at this. Um, uh, I have 
Uh, we I can watch Power I TV. Have... We can watch Criminal Minds. All right, you can right, right, right. So you can watch the things I've done. Um, yes. If you, uh, yeah, Power, Criminal Minds, Gotham, um, The Village. That was a show on NBC. Yes. I had a small recurring role on that show. Uh, right. And um, and then I have uh, I have social media. I'm really bad at social media, <laughs> though. If I my social media game is not on point uh, right now, it's like there there's more. I work. don't know. Checked out your social media. You're pretty savvy. You're uh, like a pro in my book. I'm coming around, but it, it, it's certainly a work in progress. And I might be on that same level as Teddy Riley and Babyface trying to figure out that. <laughs> That's who I am. <laughs> That's who I am too. So we can we can learn together. I, I need a tutoring session from right. whoever helped out Teddy and Babyface to pull that off. But her name is Joy Sutter, actress, extraordinaire, producer. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This has been a long time coming. I've been really thank looking you. forward to this. Thank you for joining us. Will you join us again sometime on Psychotic Bump School? I absolutely will. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Well, that's our show, y'all. Psychotic Bump School is the place where education and entertainment meet at the intersection of funk and soul. My name is DJ Rome, and you know we're here every Monday evening from 5.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific time. Check back with us. We shall return next week. Also want to thank our guests for the evening, Mr. Ben Caldwell, Shaquita L. Smith, Christy Shin, Madeline Holly Rosing, and of course, the very talented actress, Joy Suttoth. I also want to send a shout out to Frank Starks, who is the Iron Man behind the board. And we're out of here, y'all. Take care.